The Revelry Room is Chattanooga's newest 500-capacity venue and also Track 29's Kid Sister Venue, located on Station Street on the south side of Chattanooga, hosting national, regional, and local talent in a more intimate setting. Check out the Revelry Room calendar at www.revelryroom.co and join our street team, the Dispatchers, to be even more a part of bringing music to Chattanooga. I have actually been on the street team for a couple of years now. I get to go to cool events and get show tickets for free. It's also a great way to meet other people who love music. If you would like more information, feel free to ask. You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heather Lee Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with musicians and artists from Chattanooga and the surrounding areas. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. Um, Today we have Lucy and Drakeford Lanier, (laughs) and they go by the musical group Drakeford. (laughs) And they are somewhat new to Chattanooga, but they've been here a while, over a year. Yeah, about a year and and a half now. Yeah, a year and a half. And they are amazing. Their voices Uh and their songs, they're beautiful. So beautiful. And I'm going to do it a little differently in past episodes today we're gonna start out with a song yeah well i feel that given that introduction we should just play a song about chattanooga how about that hey that's a good idea so um yeah we've been here about a year and a half now but it feels like we've been here forever this has definitely become home for us and even when we move away if that day ever comes i think we'll both always say that our home is chattanooga so mm-hmm. this city's had a big impact on us we've made great friends here and uh yeah, we loved it so much that we decided to write a song. I know that many songs have been written about Chattanooga um, just because it's such a freaking awesome city. Um, but uh, figured we'd contribute to that pool of songs. So this is Chattanooga. Well, I can see you moving like the wind in the trees. Carving through the mountains like a river to the sea Whispering my name from the hills of Tennessee This is where you ought to be And I can see you moving like a thunderstorm in May Rolling through these town about once or twice a day Echoing your songs and bringing life along the way And we love this place Well, the flats of Carolina, that's where I was born and raised but distant shores kept me a few thousand miles away Oh, and only heaven knows just how long we're here to stay We love 
this place And I can see it clearly In the bright November trees They set the hills ablaze With their red and golden leaves There's change in the season I can feel it changing me to the man I ought to be Well, the flats of Carolina That's where I was born and raised The distant shores kept me a few thousand miles away Oh, and only heaven knows Just how long we're here to stay on Walnut Street From North Shore to the terminal where Maine and Market meet You've brought us here and from now on it's where our hearts will be Chattanooga, Tennessee I love that mm-hmm. last little outro oh, Thank you <laughs> So nice. Appreciate it. <laughs> so the show originally started as kind of a spotlight on open mics and how open mics have um, influenced and affected Chattanooga in a positive way. But mm. now it's kind of changing and shifting as most things do in mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. <laughs> as I do more episodes to a spotlight and focus on all musicians in Chattanooga and not just the open mic scene, but mm-hmm. kind of um, turning this show into an open mic itself yeah. to try to get the word out about the awesome music that we have here in Chattanooga nice. for the people who, you know, have families and tight schedules and can't really get out in the music scene much, mm-hmm. you know, but they still need to know about all this great music that we have here in the city. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm doing the show to kind of bring light on the awesomeness that we have in the city. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. It's, that being said, we're very grateful to be here. <laughs> so I'm so glad that you're here. And I actually don't know you through open mics. I know you through Cody Harris, who mm-hmm. is yeah. now in Nashville, but he was here in Chattanooga and he's a great musician as well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll be on the show soon if we can ever get him in town. That'd be amazing. Yeah. But do you have any experiences with open mics in this town in this town yes so we've done a few open mics we we did an open mic 
at the well, which is a place off of Main Street, about like a month or two after we came to town, and that was sort of our first introduction. And we did the songwriter shootout at Camp House around the same time frame. And then since then, anytime we get the chance, if we hear about a new open mic or one that we haven't been to yet, we'll 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 go. But I don't think we've been to an open mic in about probably eight or nine months, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, at least in Chattanooga. Yeah. We miss it. What was your experience with open mics before you came to Chattanooga? Open mic was really the first place that I started growing as a songwriter, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably wouldn't be the songwriter that I am today without open mics in general. Um, Because as somebody who's stepping into songwriting for the first time, you don't have that automatic community of other people doing the same thing. And so um, open mic was a way for me to bring my song um, to a group of people who, you know, whether they were playing cover songs or playing original songs, were interested in hearing what I had to say and, uh, you know, gave me critique and helped me grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately that's the thing that made me grow the way that I did is having the ability to show people. And it was through open mics. So. When, when did you start? I was 13 years old um, when I actually did my first open mic wow. Yep, in Florence, South Carolina. Were, were your parents a big influence on that? Not musically. Mm-hmm. It, nobody in my family really plays music even to this day. How did you even know to go? Like when I was 13, I didn't even know what an open mic was really, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it probably helps that there's nothing to do in Florence, South Carolina. <laughs> and so when there is this cool, hip coffee shop, you know, everybody in the high school knows about it or middle school. Mm. So in going there, I just saw that they had an open mic and I thought, hey, I've just started playing music. Maybe I'll go along and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you have to be pretty brave at 13 to get out there and do that. I don't know if it was brave. I was just kind of senseless. I think it was brave. I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't have done that at 13. If I had the same consciousness that I had now in my 13-year-old body, I would have been like, no, of course not. I'm not going to do that. That's terrifying. But I think it's because I didn't really have too much wisdom or since I just did it, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> which sort of speaks okay. volumes to me today with what I call wisdom, you know, uh, keeping me from doing things that are actually good for me. So you started when you're 13 mm-hmm. and you're now in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Just turned 24 last week. So you've been doing it for 11 years. You've been playing yeah. and writing songs. And, it's crazy. And you started writing songs when you were 13 too. <laughs> That's incredible. I did poetry before music came along, so it was an easy transition. Okay, yeah. I'm just into that. Very nice. Very (laughs) nice. So do you want to talk a little bit about how you guys met? Yeah. It's a big old can of worms. (laughs) Um, But basically, we were both living overseas at the time. I was living uh, in a country in the Near East using music to share my faith. And Lucy Jane was living in England. And do you want to talk about a little bit what you were doing in England before that? Yeah, I was actually um, in a Christian girl band in England for a while. What? So Very I was cool. doing that for about four or five years, um, which was a lot of fun, like pure pop. Mm-hmm. Not ashamed of that. It was awesome. Um, was it kind of around the same same timeline as like Spice Girls? No, <laughs> not that old. Um, no, I was, uh, let's see, it was about seven, eight years ago. Okay. Yeah, so I was doing that for a few years and that was a lot of fun. Um, And then I was, after that, I became a choreographer um, and backing dancer for a pop artist in England. So I was living in England for a while and then did a a short-term mission trip to Kyrgyzstan, which Mm -hmm. is actually where we met, which is in Central Asia. 
Yeah. So it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, and but it's it, beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous, but I don't recommend going there. Very it's, dusty. How did you? Were you on the same trip, like mm-hmm. the same mission? Yeah. So there was a there was a guy out of Atlanta named John Simpson, um, phenomenal rock songwriter guy, who uh, had this tour scheduled through Kyrgyzstan, and um, he knew the group that I was on involved with in, in the Near East, and uh, advertised to them that they needed a drummer. And I wasn't doing anything at the time, and I don't necessarily play drums, but I can fake it pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I jumped on board and uh, flew to Kyrgyzstan with them. And Lucy Jane actually knew this guy from her time when she lived in Atlanta, and so he invited her as well from England. So that's how we all got in wow, the same place so in Kyrgyzstan. He kind of he kind of played matchmaker unintentionally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a cool story. Yeah, yeah, and so when you left there, you just kept in contact. Yeah, yeah. I went back to England. He went back to where he was living, and um, we just became friends on Facebook, kept chatting, and mm-hmm. about a year later, then I moved to the same country that he was in with the same team, um, and that's kind of how it all happened. A year after I moved there, we started dating, because there's this whole, like, no dating policy oh, on yeah. the team, yeah. and yeah. which is good, you uh-huh. know, but yeah, taught us a lot of patience. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how we met and how we started dating, just kind of on the mission field, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's so nice. It's yeah. like... Like a chill bump kind of story. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely that kind of thing where you know we we know that God brought us together. So mm-hmm. yeah. Do you do you have any songs that kind of talk about it? Yeah, actually. Do we? Well, not about the getting together, but the awkwardness of having rules on our team and stuff That's like true. that. We are writing a song about Kyrgyzstan, though. We are. Well, we're trying to. Yeah. In process. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to sing the one that you have? Yeah, sure. Have are you, you okay with that? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. When she joined the same team that I was on, we had this strict no dating policy, which was incredibly awkward because we, we were neighbors, we had team meetings every week, we saw each other almost every day, and we liked each other. But the rules were that we couldn't even tell each other that we liked each other. So I really liked him, but I didn't know if he liked me back. And it was... Same yeah. for me. Gosh, it was awkward. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, finally, I broke the rules. Um, and told her that I liked her. But before that, when it was at the peak of its awkwardness, I decided to just write a song because, you know, that's what songwriters do. Mm-hmm. We express ourselves through music because we can't, in other words. Um, and uh, I, so I wrote this really vague kind of song that talks about longing for clarity. And I had to write it in a way that people wouldn't understand exactly what I meant because then they would know that we liked each other and the whole thing would have been a bust. And <laughs> So I wrote this song called Clarity. And it's actually on uh, the album that we just released this past year. So that was fun. We got to record it. Yeah, it's just about a longing for clarity. I put it on YouTube and that very video is still there. I think it was 2013. Yeah. So you put it up there. I watched it and I was like, it's a really vague song, but maybe this is about me. Maybe he does actually (laughs) like me. It kind of gave me a bit of glimpse, like a bit of hope. Yeah. 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 So we'll play that. Uncertainty is killing me Straining both my eyes to catch a glimpse of what may be And 
On the surface I'm composed Oh, but underneath I'm Just a child in a tiny world of disbelief I'm just a child, can't you see? And my peace of mind is out of sight Sadly I've been taught to wait until I see a sign Like a window thick with frost in the winter time I hit the gas not knowing what is on the other side I'm just along for the ride Ooh, I'd scale the highest mountain And climb its tallest tree far as it takes just to find some clarity I wish that I could seize the day instead of sitting around this house throwing my time away and when old worry comes oh I wish he wouldn't stay but it seems he wouldn't have it any other way but there's a reason why we pray I'd scale the highest mountain And climb its tallest tree I'd run as fast and as far as it takes Just to find some clarity And I'll hold an average hand And request a year plan but to know exactly where I'm gonna be what's in front of me doesn't seem to come that easily no Ooh, I'd scale the highest mountain and climb its tallest tree far as it takes just to find, just to find it. I'd scale the highest mountain and climb its tallest tree. Yeah. Well, I'd run as fast and as far as it takes just to find some clarity. It's a fun song. Oh, thank you. We love playing it and telling that story uh, in our shows, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you have kind of traveled a lot. Yeah, yeah. a little bit, yeah, for um, sure. And you have you been playing your music while you've been traveling, too? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's been the main reason why we've traveled so much, mm-hmm. um, whether it was overseas in order to share our faith or just to, you know, share what we have to say through our music. Mm-hmm. That's been the primary primary thing that we've been traveling for. So Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us about some of the places that you've traveled to? Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's obvious that we've already been to Kyrgyzstan. Um, <laughs> so we, we've been there several times. And even the last few times that we went to Kyrgyzstan, we were doing our own thing, playing music and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we've been to Kyrgyzstan. Um, we've been to Turkey, been to Egypt and Lebanon for that region to Albania in like North Europe, so the Balkans. Yeah. Lots of places in Europe. 
Yeah. So we've done England uh, since Lucy Jane is from England. We've actually... Ireland? And we've been to Ireland as well. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's a band here in town called As Isaac. And uh, we had the privilege of doing a tour in the UK and Ireland with them, uh, mm. which was phenomenal. So much fun. England, Ireland. We, ha- we had the privilege of doing a gospel choir tour and joining a gospel choir through Wales, um, which is sort of attached to England, which is cool. And then the States. Yeah. Lots around the States too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that list is like crazy. overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit. <laughs> that is amazing that you've been to all of these places. It's yeah. uh, We don't, yeah, we, we don't take it for granted. Yeah, for sure. And the stories that we've got, I mean, that we just, you know, recount, even if it's just Lucy and I hanging out at home, like, hey, you remember that time that, and we played a high security prison in Kyrgyzstan and we're terrified for our lives, but it turned out okay. Hey, that was fun. You know? <laughs> kind of sounds like a Johnny Cash song. Yeah. That's, you know yeah. What? Maybe we should write That's a Johnny, Johnny Cash style song yeah. about high security prisons in Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> mm-hmm. in, the, in that style too. Mm-hmm. So who are your musical influences, do you think? I think it's very different for both of us, mm-hmm. which is cool because we bring both of our different genres into what we do now. Um, I think for me, just from the start, there was a band that I've been listening to since I was a kid because my parents loved them uh, called Toad the Wet Sprocket. Um, And in my opinion, they were the most underrated 90s band that existed. Um, And they're still touring. uh, But yeah, so Toad the Wet Sprocket, um, Jason Mraz, massive influence of mine from the start. To be honest, when I first became a musician, uh, I was listening to a lot of contemporary Christian music. So Chris Tomlin, mm-hmm. even though I wouldn't go back to that now and say like, I'd, you know, try to be like Chris Tomlin in my songwriting styles, but uh, it was just a really um, foundational stepping stone into where I am now. So mm-hmm. some of that as well, Chris Tomlin, Matt Redman. But Need to Breathe as well. You're a huge Need to Breathe fan. Need to Breathe for sure. I don't know how I forgot those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Lucy? Well, I love Need to Breathe as well, um, but I also, I love Adele. I'm a British girl, you know, I have to like Adele. Mm-hmm. But I really love pop and like hip hop kind of music. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm a big fan of, uh, there's a band called Group One Crew uh, that I'm a big fan of. Gosh, just loads of different things. Mm-hmm. I can't even think on the spot. I, Family oh, Force Five. Family Force Five. Um, there's a rapper called Lecrae. Love Lecrae. Not that I can rap or anything, but you know. I like his well, music. You, you don't have to be able to do it to yeah. love it. Yeah. Because I'm a dancer as well. So like anything with a good beat, I'm yeah. like, yes, love that. Totally. So, yeah. Do you guys want to do a cover? Sure. Yeah. So we'll just play it. I won't tell you what it is. Right. Is that okay? Yeah. I like to try and make people guess what we're playing at shows. I guess I'm going to have to be the one to guess. Yes. <laughs> I think you'll know it. It's not inappropriate. Don't worry. I don't use vulgar language. I wouldn't expect you to. (laughs) (laughs) Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. And by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. Well, I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Back 
beat The word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out And I'm sure you've heard it all before But you never really had a doubt Well, I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now All the roads we had to walk were winding And all the lights that led us there were blinding There are many things that I would like to say to you But I don't know how And I said maybe Gonna be the one that saves me And after all You're my wonder wall Well today was gonna be the day But they'll never throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you're not to do Well I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now And all the roads we had to walk were winding And all the lights that led us there were blinding there are many things that I would like to say to you But I don't know how And I said maybe You're gonna be the one that saves me And after all You're my wonder saves me and after all you're my wonder wall you're my wonder wall you're my wonder wall you're my never gets old it no. doesn't i'll have to make sure why ryan oyer listens to this episode <laughs> oh, does he like them oh yeah nice yeah. um i was at imagine fest a couple weekends ago and one of the djs incorporated the song into their set really what? dance music style nice. oh wow but it's it's always exciting when you know mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. is song that you know really well yes turned into something else mm-hmm. no this one yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we will take a short break and hear a little bit about our sponsor. The Revelry Room is Chattanooga's newest 500 capacity venue and also Track 29's Kid Sister venue 
located on Station Street on the south side of Chattanooga, hosting national, regional, and local talent in a more intimate setting. Check out the Revelry Room calendar at www.revelryroom.co and join our street team, the Dispatchers, to be even more a part of bringing music to Chattanooga. I have actually been on the street team for a couple of years now. I get to go to cool events and get show tickets for free. It's also a great way to meet other people who love music. If you would like more information, feel free to ask. So, when you guys are not doing music, which is very little time, mm-hmm. yes, what do you like to do? Mm. We love we, bicycles. We like bicycles. Um, Please tell me that you ride tandem. I wish, We've never I done wish that. we had a tandem cycle, but we don't. We've done tandem <laughs> kayak. Does that count? It can count. Okay. <laughs> We love like outdoorsy stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is the perfect city for that. So mm-hmm. hiking and swimming and all we that have, good stuff. We have these Enos, but they're not actually Eno. They're the fake brand. So we oh, call yeah. them Finos. Fino. <laughs> so we take those out, hang them up and uh-huh. just relax. Yeah. Actually, a lot of times we'll start playing music when we're hanging out outside. Yeah. And that's more the kind of music that we enjoy instead of the, the kind that actually has to make money. And, mm-hmm. you know. and we love coffee, maybe a bit too much. But Definitely we'll just sometimes much. just go sit in coffee shops like the entire day mm-hmm. if we're not like doing anything music wise and just drink coffee and just write and just chill. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like a great day. So we're yeah. in we're in the right town, you know, coffee and, and hiking. I mean Yeah. This is the perfect <laughs> town for it. Yeah. yeah. And bicycles and kayaking. I know, yeah. gosh. It's we didn't the- even plan that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys are full time musicians. Yeah. And that's how you make a living. Mm-hmm. We only recently stepped into that. Last month. Yeah. Last, last month, month was the first month. Yeah. Yeah. Before it was, we had part-time jobs and music was kind of on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were traveling so much this summer. So we had to leave those part-time jobs. And when we came back, we were like, well, you know, now's the time if we want to try and see if we can do music full-time, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't have kids and it's, mm-hmm. we can be broke if we need to be. <laughs> yeah. So. So. How's that going? I mean, it's really scary at first yeah. Yeah. Um, to step away from even the small little tiny bit of security we had in a part-time paycheck. Mm-hmm. But it's been really good. We, uh, we've we had enough shows to keep us busy and yeah. keep food on the table so far. So mm-hmm. I'll let you know next month around the same time if we're still <laughs> yeah, all right. Exactly. But yeah. yeah, it's been good. It's been encouraging. So. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once you take that leap into this is my full-time job and my career you're kind of able to like super focus on it Mm -hmm. and do things that you weren't able to do before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely seen the benefit in it. Just having all the time we need to, um, to book things and be, And if you have an out of town show, it's okay. Cause you have the time to get there and get back. Exactly. And we're doing more of that recently, just doing lots more outside of Mm -hmm. Tanjaga and, um, yeah. So it's been good Been good. It comes with its cons already though. Yeah. For sure. Um, when it's part time and it's not, you don't have to depend on it full time, then you have more creative space. Mm-hmm. There's not a ceiling of you must hit this quota of shows and yeah. write these kind of songs. And mm-hmm. um, so booking, booking shows takes up like so oh, yeah. much time. It does. Yeah. yeah. But I think the, the pros outweigh the cons at this point for yeah. sure. And I think a lot of non musicians don't realize how much work it is because Mm -hmm. 
it's not just people calling you, hey, you want to do a show? Oh, it's no. you yeah. contacting yeah. so many people yes. and working around their schedules and your schedules. And it's not just call them once and work it out. It's it's playing phone tag and... Yeah. And being annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I know I've emailed you six times, but I decided to call you now since I haven't had a response yet. And uh, I'm probably going to hit you up on Facebook too, so yep. hopefully yes. you get back to me soon. Exactly. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited for you guys. Thank you. Like, Thank you. Taking that leap. That's yes. awesome. It's a leap for sure. I feel like you guys are going to be famous soon. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that. I doubt say, it. I know them. <laughs> It, it's funny we're talking about all this. We actually have just finished a song um, about this very thing and really? kind of the pros and cons of always being on the road and, and doing music full time. Are you time. ready to play it? Can you play it? Is it new? Is it recorded at it, all? No, it's brand new, yeah. But um, are you, would you be okay with playing it? Sure. That's I, really exciting. I'm up for trying it. Sure. Two months now that we've been on the road Ten thousand miles but we're finally home And I don't even mind all the clothes on the floor Cause in two weeks time we'll be traveling some more And our neighbors all probably forgot we exist The mailbox is full and not a letter will fit and I hate to imagine all the things that we've missed But the thought of being out makes it hard to resist Oh, they say that home is where your heart is hardest And I guess it means that my heart lives on the road I wasn't made to live as usual I'm on the search for something more beautiful I know the road takes its toll But all I can say Is I wouldn't trade it for anything, no oh, I wouldn't trade it for anything, no oh. The refrigerator's empty and there's nothing to eat I'm socially exhausted and I don't want to leave And I'll gladly ignore that the house isn't clean Because it doesn't really matter if it doesn't get seen No, they say that home is where your heart is, heart is I guess it means that my heart lives on the road I wasn't made to live as usual I'm on the search for something more beautiful I know the road takes its toll But all I can say Is I wouldn't trade it for anything, no oh, I wouldn't trade it for anything, no It's not as glamorous as you might think it is It takes a lot of time and even more discipline But it's worth the sacrifice if you got something to say I wasn't made to live as usual I'm on the search for something more beautiful And I know the road takes its toll But all I can say Is I wouldn't trade it for anything Very nice 
<laughs> Johnny Cash style. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I like it. It's a good Thank new you. song. Thanks. I like it a lot. Thanks. We don't have to use that if it's... No, we're totally using it. Okay. I love how it just flowed into that, into a brand new song, and I feel special that you would play it on the show. Oh. And I'm going to make it into a big deal. Oh. <laughs> you okay that I just sang it like yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Fine. <laughs> um, so, if someone's looking for your music, where mm-hmm. can they find it? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same mind. Um, yeah, so it's on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Amazon. Google Play. We're actually on Noise Trade as well, if you know what Noise Trade is. Mm-hmm. Um, so noisetrade.com. The album is called Anchors Away. Um, so you can just type that into any of those places and Drakeford and it should come up. So. And do you have a website? Yes, mm-hmm. we do. So yep. uh, it's just drakefordmusic.com. Yeah, and so, you can also order the album on there too. Yeah, so if you want to support them because they are supporting themselves financially through <laughs> music, they would probably love that you buy their album. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Or if you want to book them for a show, which mm-hmm. is also supporting them. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm sure that you can contact them through your website. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I hope hopefully people will listen to the show and and is in hopes to find, you know, artists to play at their venues. That'd be be amazing, yeah. Um, What are some Chattanooga venues that you like to play at? Oh, there's so many good ones. I think our favorite currently is Puckett's, um, which is right down by the aquarium on Market Street. We've played there a few times um, this year, and it's always such a blast. Yeah. They have uh, live music pretty regularly now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They do. I think my favorite thing about it, um, I know that, Nashville isn't a scene that should be replicated in other cities because mm-hmm. Nashville is its own thing. Um, but Puckett's being a Nashville-based organization, the way that they do booking and the way that they um, respect their musicians and mm-hmm. what they provide sound-wise and sound man-wise, it just makes us feel really appreciated. And then the people are always very receptive, um, yeah. even if they're not there to hear us, which is majority of them. <laughs> That's so. so great to hear. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We love playing there. It's yep. really nice to hear about musicians being respected for their profession, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it is. And not just being treated as the background noise, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I want you guys to play some more music. Okay. All right. So we wrote a song in order to just appeal to people on the streets in Istanbul. And uh, we wrote it as fast as we could possibly sing oh, so that... People who didn't understand English would just be like, wow, they're saying a bunch of really cool stuff fast. (laughs) So, and it's become one of our favorites to play. Um, It's called Never Leave or Forsake Us. There is no way that I could ever understand And no one has no will fully comprehend Your word says that you got the ocean in your hand And that's a pretty big hand if you ask me Big enough to hold all of us still And close enough to know all our individual plans So in my attempts to become a better man I think I will just follow you closely Cause I, I can't do this on my own I am not alone promised that you would never leave or forsake us I, I've got nowhere else to go I absolutely know You 
promised that he would never leave or forsake us I'm reminded of the times that I have been in need When all I ever really wanted was to succeed A nice car and a wife and a life of ease But I believe that there's something far greater Cause now I know that my life's got a purpose I've recognized the lie that I am worthless So good intentions or with wrong motives Oh heaven knows I depend on a savior Cause I, I can't do this on my own I am not alone You promised that you That you would never leave or forsake us Someone died and you're grieving, you're giving all you're receiving If you're alive and you're breathing, then he is worthy of singing This isn't giving or taking, so please don't get me mistaken This is about a relation unto the God of creation I said that I would tell you that he knows your name He made all the stars, he knows him the same So when you start thinking about the things you want to change Just keep in mind this one thing can't do this on our own, but we are not alone. He promised that he would never leave or forsake us. We, we've got nowhere else to go, and he wants us all to know. He promised that he would never leave or forsake us. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know who wouldn't be smiling while listening to that. <laughs> so pretty. Uh-huh. Thanks. So we're almost out of time. Okay. Before we leave, I want to say thank you to Brett Nolan at the Soundery. Thank you, Brett. For, awesome. Yes, for producing the show. And he, he actually, your... yeah. We did for... most of our album here. Yeah. Yes. And we Sitting loved in, every second. In this very room, mm-hmm. drinking this very coffee. Yeah. Oh. Brings back such good memories. We love you, Brett. <laughs> Which is just kind of coincidental that I'm working with him now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a great it's a great place to record. It really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've recorded my stuff here too. Yeah, so. and we like it. By the way, I never responded, yes. but Thank we love you. it. Really good. We played Thank your little you CD so that you much. gave us. <laughs> Thank you so much, mm-hmm. and thank you guys for coming. Mm-hmm. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, it's an honor. Really enjoyed it. And for your last song that you play, uh, when you uh, when people hear the name Drakeford, mm-hmm. what? What sound or song do you kind of want them to think of if they could only hear hmm. one song? I know that's kind of hard. That's yeah. Hard. Well, let me chew on this for a second. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know. I don't either. I feel like we have so many different sounds. Yeah. Like, I mean, folk is kind of out of So the if you had it, like but... one song that, like, you know, you wanted that got big, what do you think it would be? Probably that last one we just sang. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, we can maybe do Seattle Rain. Stylistically, that's... It's very folky. Yeah, we could do that. Or maybe... Let's do Seattle Rain. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do Seattle Rain. It's one that we actually recently wrote whilst we were in Seattle this past summer. The funny thing is, it's not actually about Seattle, but... We had to throw it in there, Yeah, you know? I mean, come on. Was it raining when you wrote it? Yes. Yeah. Nice. It made me feel like I was at home in England. You know, Seattle's so similar to England, (laughs) weather-wise. Yeah. Like, no, I'm where I belong. All right. Well, uh, yeah, this is Seattle rain. I'm a yellow leaf that's fallen. 
on a rushing mountain stream like a child that's convinced he should chase after all his dreams and i had it all planned out but the more I learn it seems I'd be a foolish man To count on my inflated self-esteem And I don't know what'll happen come tomorrow Cause all that's ever really promised is today Oh no, I couldn't tell you where I'm headed darling But I'm sure I'm on my way Well I found myself a lady And I gave her my last name I'm her Alabama summer And she's my sweet Seattle rain And I know that we've both grown But I often feel the same Like the usual self-critic But with twice the self to blame don't know what'll happen come tomorrow Cause all that's ever really promised is today Oh no, I couldn't tell you where we're headed darling But I'm sure that we're on our way Well, it's crazy how a moment can change a person's life And all at once your confidence is thrown under the knife And our wounds may never heal and our weaknesses may thrive But the tragedy just helps us see we're blessed to be alive What'll happen come tomorrow Cause all that's ever really promised is today Oh no, I couldn't tell you where we're headed, brother But I'm sure that we're on our way What a perfect ending Oh. I think you're on your way. And I think I can't wait to see where you go. Oh man. Thank you. Well, we're yeah. certainly along for the ride. Beautiful. That's a wrap. Open Mic Spotlight has been brought to you in part by and recorded at the Soundry with your host Heather Lee Holt. Edited and made possible by Mr. Brett Nolan. <laughs> <laughs>